is the University of Michigan. Touchdown, Michigan! All right, welcome back to Blue by 90. I am Justin, joined by Jack and Kalen as always. And I am sitting here sipping on a truly, loving what happened yesterday in the big house. It was, I mean, that was one of the best things, best things I've ever experienced, honestly. Well, the, the first play of the game, what I love the best, the more than anything, is it started off the way when Michigan played Penn yep. State in that whiteout where there's a delay of game? I'm like that. That just set the tone for the entire the entire night, and uh, it was fucking awesome, man. It, I, the the fans were so into it, booing Giles. I mean, I, I feel bad for him because he's a kid. He's a human, I don't but feel I'm like, bad I for him. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for him. No, it was great. It was a lot of maze, which I loved, right? I was kind of like, I don't know if everyone's going to get the message. We'll get some blue hair who's going to be wearing his old shirt. No, they they showed out, which, hey, I I love it. Yeah. I know, know, Kalen, you must have watched a replay of the game or saw some highlights on social media because I don't think you would have remembered anything from that game. The way way that I was carrying you in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was the tailgate was just as epic as the game. That's for sure. Tailgate was great. <laughs> the tailgate was absolutely lit. Shout out to everyone that came out, uh, and, uh, and joined us. Um, came out I mean, and donated. Everybody that donated. And donated. We appreciated the donation. Tailgate's better. For sure. For sure. Uh, we, we finished the keg. We finished all the truly. Dude, we yeah. were we were basically the only thing we didn't finish is hot dogs, which we probably should have finished more hot dogs to sober us up a little bit. <laughs> yes. um, that was the one thing we actually needed more of. Um, but unbelievable day in Ann Arbor yesterday. It was just I mean, everything was electric. I To your point, that first play, then Josh Ross gets the big tackle and, and runs out. Oh, yeah. and, and the thing is, I want to like start off this game recap by shouting out this defense because they were the energy coming from that defense was contagious. It was unreal. I Aiden Hutchinson, I was going to clip it earlier and post it on Twitter. Aiden Hutchinson, first of all, one of the biggest freak shows of all time. He is so damn good. But every time he made a big play, he turned to the crowd and started getting them up and getting hype. And it was just like, that was truly one of the first times in a while that I felt that the fans and the players were like on the same page and like in sync and, and all that. And they're feeding off of each other. And so that was, if you were there, you felt it for sure. But if you, even if you saw it on TV, I think you felt it. And it was, it was really one of the, and that was the best showings and performances by the fans that I've seen in a long time in Michigan stadium. Yeah, no, that was fucking awesome defense. So I was talking to somebody at tailgate about it. It seems like they're kind of, they're kind of a bend don't break defense, but last night they looked really real again, Washington's depleted with a bunch of their talented players, but the defense still shined and made unbelievable plays, you know, drive after drive after drive. So they, they looked good, man. I feel, I feel a lot better about, the defense more confidence with uh them going forward 
But um, God, there was something I was going to say, but I can't. Oh, before before we get too far into the Michigan stuff, Ohio State losing to Oregon was another thing that set the tone for the day. Oh, yeah. I think everybody was fucking amped up for that. That that kind of got everybody going. Yeah. Once you had Ohio State losing. And I was like, okay, Michigan night game coming up next. Like, uh, my day is already made. And uh-huh. then coming away from that with a big win, I, I'm going to have the greatest week of all time. Yeah. I mean, that we watched – we had the TV going at the tailgate. We watched uh, Ohio State lose. Uh, and it was – I was just like, that's, that's going to set the tone for the rest of the day. And it did. It did. Um, I, I thought – to your point, Kalen, too, the maze. Isaiah Hole's uh, picture on Twitter that I'm assuming a lot of people saw because there was like a thousand retweets on it. But mm-hmm. um, it was true. Like the pom poms added to the whole atmosphere as well, obviously, and it added to the maze. But I really, I think it was thank, thank, thanks to uh, everyone on social media that was bullying people for th- even thinking about not wearing maze because it worked. It definitely worked. There was everybody was wearing maize. It was just like honestly, it was just like a dream scenario for most Michigan fans. Um, and then to your point, like also thank God for that defense because the defense made like every big play except for Quorum's run, and the defense just fueled everybody. And so um, I don't know. Let's let's talk about a couple things here. The offense. <laughs> That took a second on that yeah, one. Like, still recovering what? from yesterday. Must be. <laughs> still recovering. Still recovering. The offense. Uh, how well, do we gonna feel? Be, this is nitpicky. This is nitpicky. Uh, this is nitpicky, super nitpicky. Okay. I mean, we can be super pumped about an insane ground game, right? Like, that yes, was sir. one of the most dominant ground game performances you'll see. Um, and that I want to give a shout-out to that offensive line as well. Um, I was talking to Zach Zinner a little bit earlier on, you know, we were, we were DMing with him and, you know, he, he appreciated it too. And so they, they just like, they said, we're going to bully this defensive line and we don't care if you know it. And they did it. They did. They did, man. I mean, it showed in the run game. I mean, Haskins and Corum seemed to have holes all fucking day to run through and when they didn't, they, they showed up and they bulldozed their way through you know, players on Washington. So the, the offensive line, I know I've said it in previous podcasts was like the kind of a question mark for me coming into the, coming into the season is because we didn't really know, right. We didn't really know what that was going to look like with so many new faces, but they look good, man. I feel good about them. I feel good about them. They're, they're doing a great job. Yeah. It was funny. I was watching earlier <laughs> and I started thinking like, am I watching a Wisconsin game right now? Like, what's <laughs> what's happening? It felt like, so, like, yeah, I mean, I get it because, like, I understand how you, you can be like, it's boring or whatever, but, like, got to do mean, what you got to do. We won by, like, 21. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, right, it was a win, but I, I know I was watching the game with Kale and I was like, man, like, other than Quorum's run, it was, like, it was so, it was so boring. It was lulling. It was very run heavy. For, for the craziest atmosphere we've seen in the big house in a long time, it was from a football game perspective, it was the most yeah. boring game out there. Um, but it was a win. But it was a win. We'll so take that, a you know, win. Right? We're I mean, being nitpicky. Corum, Corum's run was was legit. Um, you know, 
flying down the sideline. Dude, I I am so impressed by how hard Blake Corum hits the hole, and he just he hits the hole. He's it. speedy. Um, I I'm gonna say this: he's RB one. No, I was I was just thinking that yesterday. I think I think it's still one A one B, but Blake Corum is now one A. That pick where he threw the deuces up too. I fucking Dude. love it. With the whole crowd in the back, it was like that was like a LeBron D Wade uh, pick as type well. thing. Yeah, yeah, that was sick. That was sick. Um, but um, the I mean, we we have to talk about it. Forty four yards for Cade McNamara throwing. I mean, that's not good. So, I I'm a little worried. I'll say that for this team going forward where I'm just thinking like, all right, what happens? You know, this, this felt like a game uh, in the past where we've done this and dominated teams for a while. And then if we get into a situation farther down in the season where we get down, we we're losing and then we can't come back because we can't move the ball quicker than, you know, at a nine minute per drive pace. Did you guys feel the same? Yeah, I mean, and and realizing that too, I know we talked, we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording. I didn't realize he was seven for 15. Like, I didn't realize he even threw 15 Ugh. passes for 44 yards. So, I mean, that's that's less than 50%, man. Yeah, that, that's not great. That's not great. Luckily, luckily Blake and, and uh, Haskins fucking went off. But yeah, if you have to rely on your quarterback to make a play, and I mean, he struggled. He had a bad game. That was the first bad game we've seen him have. So I don't, we're I not, obviously we're not going to overreact, but we would never overreact. Good. Doesn't make what? you feel good. Yeah. No, come on. We're Michigan fans. We don't yeah, do that. I, we yeah, would, I mean, we're I, always, I mean, yes, I didn't, I didn't realize seven for 15 that, that, yeah, that makes me a little nervous for sure. I'm going to try and, and just be a contrarian and push back, I guess. All right. Uh, so, do I mean, it. I think this is really his first big test. Uh, McNamara's. Right. I mean, Washington had a couple DBs who were kind of like NFL grade DBs. Um, so wide receivers are like actually getting covered very well. We're out Ronnie Bell. Um, True. Good point. And, and then on top of that, I think the coaches just said, hey, man, they can't stop the run. Why would I not go with the sure thing here? Let me just keep taking advantage of their weakness. So like I can't be mad that like they just ran the ball a whole bunch because it worked. And I also kind of, I try to be, you know, I try to be reasonable and go like, okay, like they had some good DBs and things like that. But I also, I'm like, okay, we're going to play Ohio state eventually. Right. They got great DBs. So we yeah, have they're to talented. Get it figured out. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my take as well. So here, here's my thing. So I think good teams can do what Michigan did yesterday. Good teams can bully a team one way, and I don't blame Jim Harbaugh for saying, hey, we're going to do this until they stop us, and they never stopped us. So he was just like, why would we get away from it? But I think that great teams do that in the first half, and then in the third quarter, they take a couple deep shots to blow it open. And then that's what I feel like Ohio State does week after week. Obviously not this week because they lost because they fucking right. suck. But, um, yeah, I had to take a shot there. <laughs> but I, I think that normally that's what those really good teams do where they ground and pound or they, they expose a few things. But then in order to blow it wide open, 
then they take some shots. And then that's what I feel like when you watch Ohio state, they'll be up by three and then you blink in the third quarter and they're up by 21. Uh, and so that's, that's where I was I was hoping that Michigan would kind of do the same yesterday is take, they didn't take, I didn't see one single shot deep after last week. I felt like the playbook was as creative as we've seen it in quite some time. And then they got away from that completely for this, you know, this entire game. And so I wish they, I, I love having that ground and pound, but I wish they would have opened it up a little bit um, and given Cade some, some opportunities there to keep that rolling. Well, I was going to say for, so, so the Cade hit um, Cornelius Johnson, I believe for like 33 yards. Yeah. So that was like a deep shot, but then, okay. Think about this. Think about this. That's one of his seven completions. There's six more completions oh, yeah. that only amounted to 11 yards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they were all dump offs. Right, yeah, thinking dunks, man. Bubble it was screens, like yeah. it was like checkdowns to Blake and Hassan, or or a tight end. Um, I don't know, man. That I feel like you can be super confident in one part of the offense and really worried about the other part of the offense, all in the same sentence. Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah, I know we were talking to Chris last week, and it was like, you know, what would it take for McCarthy to jump over Cade? Thing would be a, a couple strings of that kind of performance in a row, and it's like, all right, we got to give give this offense a little boost where you know maybe JJ can start making some passes and throw the ball down a little bit, so it's a little more balanced. But we'll see what happens as the season moves on. I mean, obviously the next two weeks so it should be easy breezy, knock on wood. But um, I, th- I mean, Rutgers might be a tough game. Did what happened with Rutgers? Did they win yesterday. They did. They beat Syracuse by like a couple touchdowns. <laughs> Um, I mean, Rutgers is, I mean, they've got a pulse. Like, they're not going to be an easy win. Hey, listen, we got to worry about Rocky Lombardi next week. Okay? <laughs> right. Not his first time in the big house, man. No shit. He could pull yeah. out some random, some random thing. shit out of his ass. And yeah, I, I actually think that we dominate Northern Illinois next week and they are going to pound Rocky Lombardi into this earth. That's what I think. Fuck, I hope so, man. They better. I mean the way the way the D line looked yesterday, you'd expect that against Northern Illinois. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, so I, I looking back on it, I'd say you know there are two two MVPs in my mind for this game, and as yeah, much as I'd love to do three, as much as I'd love to give it to Hassan Haskins and Blake Corum. I'm actually going to give it to the offensive line and the defensive line. Oh, okay. Was that a little twist on things there? It is. I wasn't expecting I mean, you got, like you said, you're talking to Zinter, man. You got to give the O line credit when the team rushes for 300 and what, 43 yards? And honestly, our guy, Andrew Vistardis, from a walk on to running that offensive line, you know, as the QB of the offensive line at the center position, and he looked really good. Um, and I think Washington's defense is their best part of that team. I don't think they're a great team, but I still think that Washington's defense is, is pretty solid. Um, but I thought that offensive line played, uh, played really well. And then I thought that defensive line was, they didn't give them a, a shot at most anything, uh, for Washington. 
No, no I yeah. agree. Aiden Hutchinson went crazy, right? Yeah, Aiden, Aiden fucking went off. He, he's showing that he's the most dominant defensive. He's, he's the most dominant player on the field that we've seen, you know, all season. All games. How tall I, is Aiden Hutchinson? He's, he's big, I don't he's know, like six, seven foot two? Is he, he's going to be the like same a, as Hunter Dickinson. I keep feeling like he's looking more <laughs> like a Viking or something. Right? <laughs> he He's oh, like, man. I mean, the plays that he made yesterday – he would put a that NFL type O lineman, which apparently that guy's he's like a projected first round draft pick, and he Dude, was he putting was him on skates and pushing him back like he was nothing. And then the one sack that he had, where he, uh, it was fourth and four, but the dude ended up fumbling as well. He threw that running back down like he was a child's toy. That was insane. Dude. Right, it was awesome. it was last week, right, where we saw him like look like a bear about to maul somebody, yeah. and then like this yeah. week he actually got him. Right, uh, I'm trying to pull up his uh, his stats too. So Josh Ross had 11, 11 tackles. Uh, Hutchinson had two and a half sacks. Upshaw had f- half a sack. Two and a half sacks is a lot. That is a lot, dude. I felt like he had more. Honestly, he's two and a half sacks on a year, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I was kind of surprised that Dylan Morris for Washington had 293 yards passing. Um, obviously, only the one touchdown, but I didn't think they – I mean, he felt like he was under pressure and in panic mode all game. Oh, yeah. Did he not? Yeah, he had to get rid of that ball quick. He had, he had a couple throws for Giles was able to get loose. And I remember those over the middle, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he was getting the ball out quick cause he had to He knew Aiden Hutchinson was there. I mean, all those guys were just fucking crashing in on the backfield right away. Yeah. I thought later in the game, you started to see maybe some, the defense become a little bit more porous as he was connecting with that um, receiver Davis. I think the guy's name was. Yep. Cameron and, Davis. Uh, and that guy racked up like 150 yards. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that was all in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Or sorry, Taj Davis, you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, the crazy thing. So let's talk about the running backs again, too. 50, what would we had 56 carries for, for not, I mean, the team as in general, Blake Corman and Hassan Haskins uh, combined for 48 of those. Uh, 171 yards for Corum, 155 yards for Haskins. For Blake Corum to have 21 carries and average 8.1 yards per carry, I know he had the long one, which you know obviously helps that average, but that's insane. That is insane. For for Hassan to only have he had a, a long of 20, he had a 20 yard run and still averaged 5.7 yards a carry. I mean. You do have to give it up. We can we can nitpick and all that stuff. You gotta give it up to these running backs on that offensive line. That was a, a really impressive performance. Dominant performance. Dominant. I would love to see if we can continue this now. I yeah, I know. It's like we don't really get tested until October. I mean, maybe, maybe Rutgers, like I said, Rutgers might be a test. I mean, they could still be they could be three and oh by the time we play them. I don't know who they play. Um Next week, I'm actually gonna look that up, try to find that out right now. Oh yeah, they'll be they'll be three and zero. They play Delaware. When's the last time Rutgers was three and zero? 
That's a good call. Shit, dude. <laughs> when was the last time Greg Schiano was there? <laughs> Not including last year. Oh my god. Rutgers is sneaky good. I think they're I think they're making moves as a program, honestly. Um, yeah, bring Shiano back, man. Shiano man. Piano man. Piano <laughs> man. Shiano man. Like um, that a shirt. The other thing I wanted to talk about was who you just mentioned, Jack. Giles mm. Jackson. Mm. So the oh, video yeah. of him walking off the field. Ooh. It's not luck. good. Not bad a good luck. look for Giles Jackson. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's brutal. I, I I wish that we. I mean, I wish that our fans wouldn't chirp him a little bit. But also, you have to know if you are going to transfer from a university, which at that university you were a bit of a drama queen, at, mm-hmm. and then you publicly talk bad about that program, and then you come back for a game. You knew this game was on the schedule when you transferred. And so oh, yeah. you have to know what's going to happen when you walk into the big house on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And you can't just act like that. I'm sorry, but you can't say the things that he said. And if you're wondering, go search it on you, uh, you know, <laughs> Twitter or whatever. If you didn't oh, see yeah, it'll it. be easy to find. It's easy to find. But I, I mean, you got to have better composure than that, don't you? Yeah, I mean, believe me, I get it, right? Like, we've played sports before and not even close to as high a level as, as these kids are playing. Right. But also, like, when you're playing at that level and you know you're on national TV and everybody's recording everything, like, dude, just run your ass into the tunnel, right? Like, save yourself. Put your head down. Just put your head down, get through, get in the tunnel as fast as you can. You know, once you're in the locker room, do whatever the fuck you want. Um, I mean – Brutal, brutal luck. That's all I've got to say about that. That's ugh. it's it's not I'm a sure good. He look. was getting chirped on the field all fucking game long. I know he was. Every time he went down, like players were chirping at him. I mean, he. I'm sure he heard plenty of shit all fucking game. But hey, man, kind of brought it on yourself. There, and that's so. the that's the thing I don't understand, or what really speaks volumes. Right, we've played against players who went to U of M, transferred to a different school, and played like Oliver Martin. Right, would be a guy like that. And you see him after the game taking pictures with his old teammate. Right. I didn't see Giles doing that. Yep. So that kind of already said a lot. And then the video on top, it just makes you go like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yep. It adds up. I I couldn't agree more. I think it – unfortunately, I don't don't know Giles Jackson, right? So I'm not going to, like, say too much about his character, but – from the perception of what we've seen, I think that was kind of on brand. Yes. Um, and so, you know, there are people out there like feeling bad for him. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for him. He talked shit about Michigan after he left. And so, you know, like if you're going to, you know, things may have not went according to plan for you here in Ann Arbor, but it, it, you, you don't have to do that. So you, you brought a lot of that on yourself. Um, yeah. So. The, the other people that I wanted to shout out on the defense, too, I, I feel like I'm, like, I don't know, Ellen DeGeneres right now, Oprah, like, giving out <laughs> shout-outs. Like uh, you get some love, out. and you get some love. Exactly. Um, but the linebackers, Josh Ross was a beast. I, I thought that the secondary played well as well. Um, that whole defense was really good, and I, I, I can't stop talking about them, to be honest, because – 
that was this was a, a group that we actually thought we knew what the offense was about, right? We knew that the offense was going to be steady, and we were questioning the defense. And instead, yesterday it was it felt like that defense was the the you know the rock, and then that offense was kind of um, you know just there. I know that you know obviously with the run game it was there for sure, but. Um, I, I felt like Mike McDonald did a fantastic job. I just love the energy of this defense where they are truly, they swarm the ball. They congratulate each other after every play. They interact with the fans, as we said before. Um, I, I just love Mike McDonald's defense. And I'll pro- we'll probably have to clip this right now because like you asked me the same question in seven weeks. And then I'm going to be like, all right, well, he's maybe the worst D coordinator in history, you know. But <laughs> oh god, um, for right now, I I I love the way that this defense is playing. Can't be worse than the Washington OC. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fucking a man. But I mean, so let's go back to so while we're talking about defense, I think that's that's one huge thing that we love that the running game is one thing I love about the running game kind of dominating. Um, dominating the offense is it takes up that time of possession from Michigan, gives the defense some time to rest, and they come out with a little bit more energy and, and, and they're well rested and then they're, you know, getting their uh the other offense off the field. So we can be nitpicky that we're not seeing a lot of passes and maybe the passing game wasn't going well, but one good thing is it keeps the defense rested and they continue to play well. So I'll bring a positive here. We're still undefeated. We're still undefeated. <laughs> two and oh two and oh. Two and oh you know some teams can't relate to that. You know, it might be in Ohio. Yeah, Some I'm, not teams. Sure. I'm not sure if you guys saw the uh, press conference after the game. Um, I did not. It, it was interesting because Jim Harbaugh, they were asking him about Mike McDonald and the defense and blah, blah, blah. And he was saying that um, that Mike McDonald was just very able to, like, adjust, right, which is exactly what we've learned about his M.O. And he was saying, like, look, Washington, they weren't really just, like, sitting on there hands or anything right they were trying to make adjustments too and then he would see them making adjustments and he would make adjustments to our defense and even though we're just still running the ball he's making all these adjustments based on what they're doing and all this stuff I don't know I thought it was really interesting I was like dang that's that just says a lot about who he is and how he's going to coach well that was I feel like that was the biggest thing that Michigan fans were looking for too after Don Brown left Totally. I mean, that just that just checks the box and puts him in the amazing blue fans. Good graces. So it's great. It's working out well, so far. And, and for Jim to like think that's a positive, I think yeah. is a really good thing. Right. After I thought that he was, you know, he's a stubborn man himself. And I thought he was on Don Brown's side for quite some time there, you know, with him being stubborn and going through, you know, hey, we're going to run this and this and this and this only, you know. And so for him to, like, embrace that adjustment ideology, I think is good um, because I I worry a little bit that Jim is – with this offense, I worry a little bit that Jim's like, you know, we're going to go back to – this felt like a 2016-15 game. Honestly, what it felt like was like the Wisconsin or Penn State night games back. What, what year? I can't remember exactly what year was that was um, when we dominated Wisconsin and Penn State like back to back. I think it was uh, 2018. 2018 and night games. And, Revenge tour. 
we ran the shit out of the ball both games and the defense played incredible but like then you you get to somebody else later in the year who does something differently than Penn State or Wisconsin and then you don't do well so I hope that Jim is okay with doing this now but I would love what I want to see next week is I want to see them open it back up all right it's a new opponent it's a new game plan the Washington game plan was this because we exposed their weakness and we weren't going to get away from it this is somebody new this is a new defense we have to run against this is a new you know everything and we're gonna throw the ball we're gonna be creative like we were week one you know I don't want to see Jim get back into it where he's like well, that worked really well against Washington. Let's keep doing it. You know, um, I, I don't want us to be so one a one-way offense type of a thing. Yeah, you know, need to be balanced. Now, do you think there's a strength there in the offense that we ran by just running the ball? We didn't put a lot of pass plays on film. Do you think there, that's a potential strength or is that kind of just BS? <laughs> I think that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, finding, that's finding a positive and a negative. That's for sure. <laughs> that's, I, I love where your head's at. That's Caleb. the game plan. That's I game love plan. where your head's at, but to me, that's like saying like, yeah, we didn't score any touchdowns today because we didn't want to show them any good plays we ran. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome so yeah no i just i i then i i don't know i don't remember what you asked but i think i disagree i think i disagree with that <laughs> Holy i'm glad God. you said it i'm very glad you said it oh my god that was fantastic okay oh, that was that like was awesome. the classic michigan fan just like grasping for anything <laughs> We're right for anything like what what what, what can i think of to make this go well in my mind so i can be more comfortable <laughs> with what happened oh man <laughs> that was incredible um i i think that they should probably just open up the playbook and say you know what if we're good enough they can know it and we'll you know keep keep uh running it at you um, well and that's and that's the thing too if you're opening up your playbook and you're and you're showing all of your plays like i mean i never played football so like i don't i don't know how these film sessions go right but the more plays that you have on film that you're looking at, the more you have to prepare for, the less you're going to be good at covering, right? It's like, it's like being a jack of all trades and, you know, being <laughs> solid, a little decent at everything, but not really good at one thing. Is right. that kind you of like a, th- a dumb statement? I mean, is that, how does you that could go, go the opposite direction? You're very dumb. Just put everything on. I'm very film. dumb. Okay. Right. <laughs> That's, I mean, shit, dude. No, I, right. I don't know. Give us the, give them your practice films. Fucking show, show them everything. There's too much information, right? Yeah. They, can, they can't possibly guard everything. <laughs> right. I don't know what to look for. You're giving them too much We're going to run something completely yeah. different on every play. Just put a formation never... out there with all your QBs on the field. <laughs> yeah. We're just making shit up and talking about nothing. I love this. <laughs> all right. I'm on ESPN as well. And the headline for this game on ESPN is outrageous. Michigan beats Washington 31 to 10 after Harbaugh's trick play. Like the, I'm assuming that they're talking about the 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 fake punt, punt. punt. like that was some 
like pivotal like i mean it was obviously a big play i guess i do love that they went for it that was awesome i I mean i thought that was like old jim to a t yeah i mean them converting it obviously puts a better uh (laughs) memory in my head but um but I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm stuck. I'm I still, my, that, my mind is still in a blender from yesterday. I'm just, I, I don't agree. know what's going on. <laughs> I agree. But like for them to act like that was like it, that headline makes me see, makes me think that it was like the end, the end play, like that, that ended the game, some trick play that he threw a game winning touchdown or something like that. They, they watched two highlights and wrote a title to a story. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. You could, I mean. you could even have missed that entire play and you wouldn't have missed anything about the game. So the mm-hmm. fact that that's Literally. the headline is just like, right. what? Yeah. Um, that I, I just had to say that because that it was, I was Weird. like, what? Um, but I, I thought that, I don't know. This was all around what you want to see from Michigan in a night game at home. Um, there was never a moment yesterday. All, all I want from Michigan in most home games, especially a night game, there was never a moment yesterday where I was like, damn, we're going to lose this football game, right? Oh, not at all. It, there no. was no it, doubt. It was totally comfortable. It was, there was, you know, there well, are, well, let I, me, let me, I was going to say, let me cut you on. off there because I think, that, never mind. I'll stop myself. I was going to throw you under the bus. I was like, there wasn't a moment that you thought yesterday they were going to lose this game because right. you were asleep in your car. All right. All right. <laughs> Fuck off. All right. All right. Take a note. The, cut that out. Oh, yeah, no. Cut that out. Oh, no. Oh, I'm, no, baby. I've been trying to pretend like I was at the game the whole time. <laughs> I was in the game for a while, but then. You stepped foot in there. I, mean, I stepped in the stadium. I was, I was in there. I took videos. I took pictures. And then the truly get the truly hits hard. The truly hits different. That's all right. It's five percent compared to you know a normal beer is four percent, and the tailgate just will get you sometimes. And then you got to go sleep it so off in the car. When it's free too. Yeah, it's, it makes it a little dangerous. Exactly. Keep pounding them. When you got eight hours, at least you were me. We started right. And slap the bag. We did Taking a couple shots. shots. The pink Whitney, dude. That was pink it. Whitney, the pink hits Whitney hits too. Oh goodness! Uh, we that we brought out the bong. I mean, it was it was a recipe for disaster. You <laughs> beer bong to be clear, beer bong. Yeah. Yes. I. Yes, beer bong. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Uh, the double beer bong, like racing, is a whole different it. factor as well. People I love, love it. it. That too. was great. Yeah. Um, a lot of flip cup. We played. We thanks to our new friends, they came up from Jacksonville as well. Um, yes tits we we got a new new game to play tits um that was fun the best the best moment of my entire day yesterday was when my fiance is riding around in a golf cart working and (laughs) these two people come to her and say do you know where the the truly blue by 90 tailgate is and Love She's it. already like she doesn't want me to do any of this because you know it costs money and it's like a whole thing and all that. <laughs> and for them to like out of two hundred thousand people in Ann Arbor yesterday, two of the people find her to ask her where our tailgate was, and that's just Fucking the hilarious. best thing I've ever I've ever heard in my entire life. Shouts well, out to the two guys we met walking to the I'll- stadium too. I was just gonna say that the fucking the two huskies we met that. uh 
when we were walking to the stadium, they were going on town. We're going to the tailgate. We're like, yeah, come find us later. They're like, yeah, we'll look for some people in May. So I'm sure it'll be easy. And then they actually <laughs> found us at the tailgate. I, I mean, I was like, I've never been so happy in my life when I saw those guys. It was incredible. They did a beer bong too. They were, they they were sweet. Good. They yeah. were cool. There were some, I wish I knew their names, but uh, we had a good time with them. That's for sure. That's one thing I will say that the Washington fans travel well and they're like good fans to have yeah, they're cool. the away team. I couldn't agree more. I thought um, there were a lot. I was out early. Like, I was out and about in Ann Arbor early. There were a ton of Washington fans just, like, walking around. Um, oh, purple. Purple. I, I actually love their colors. I'll say that, too. The Dude, when they, were Nike, when they were a Nike school, their uniforms were they fucking were sick. Adidas yeah. ruins everything. We talked about this last time on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Adidas football jerseys are just fucking awful. I agree. Um, but they travel well. I agree with you, Kalen. They were, uh, they were super nice. I go because I've been to a lot of away stadiums and I know what it feels like to be that visiting fan. I try to go out of my way to be super nice to visiting fans, except for Michigan state and Ohio state people. Um, <laughs> unless they are friends or like, you know, fiancés or wives, or wives, you know, yes, unfortunate uh, husbands, you know, all of it. Um, unfortunate for sure but i i do try to especially when somebody makes like a long track like that like i'm not gonna be an asshole and like hey you flew across the entire country for one day like i'm not gonna be a dick and try to make your day bad you know so i try to make their day good especially like when they're at the tailgate honestly we'll invite anybody over like we we're yeah. happy go lucky people right we just like to yeah. have a good time and so unless you're being an asshole to us we're not going to be an asshole to you and and outside of ohio state fans even I, i'll be honest unless you're an state asshole fans are, they're, yeah they're well no I was, go ahead i cut you off go ahead you got it you're good you're good well as i was gonna say even like we've had a couple we had a couple sparties there obviously like heather my wife is a spartan fan but justin, justin. our boy justin ani Always a great time. He He's manned the, man. the grill a little bit yesterday, which is fucking awesome. Sure. He loves um, the, he loves to be the grill master too. Yes. I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I enjoy tailgating with Spartan fans because it's, it's a little bit more of a friendlier um, kind of like jabs back and forth when you're talking right. shit, right? Ohio state fans, you take it more personally because they're kicking our ass every fucking year. But I'm, I'll tell you what, man, I, I do feel like there's a different energy this year. You're seeing Ohio State not do as great in the beginning of the season. The focus for Michigan seems to be super high on Ohio State. They're hearing it on the um, color commentary every fucking second of the broadcast. Yep. Players were getting asked about it last night. Blake Corum and Hassan Haskins were asked about it by Molly McGrath. Like they're talking. Like they're. I've never heard more talk about Ohio State and like Michigan. Like no, nobody hears more about it than Michigan losing to the ride. Like nobody. It's like it's not even. I agree with close. that. So I. I feel a different energy, man. I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling excited about about that game. Not saying that we'll win, but I think there's, I, you know, I think there's a better chance now that we'll we leave can it, see we'll that leave Ohio State can lose, right? Leave it at excited. <laughs> I know it's gonna fucking happen, man. Every year, I just get excited, and my hopes <laughs> like fucking skyrocket. I don't know. 
We go we go two and zero. All of a sudden, Jack is uh, ready to for the Ohio. I'm State. ready to bet on him to win the title, man. Let's go. Literally, literally a month ago, Jack's like, I'm not excited for the season. Literally, <laughs> literally four, a month ago. four weeks ago, Jack was like, I don't even care about football. I this is stupid. Why are we even doing this podcast? <laughs> all of a sudden, two and zero. This is like the yeah. classic emotions of every Michigan fan ever. Yeah, we beat a decent team. All right, yep. I'm in. I'm in. This We're beating Ohio year. State. This is the year. No, oh, I I was actually God. talking about it with a with a, a a buddy. He said, in order for him, I agree with what he said here. I want to I want to hear what you guys think too. In order for him to actually think we can beat Ohio State this year, we have to go to Madison, beat Wisconsin, go to Happy Valley, beat Penn State. Oh, for sure. Do you think if you if we go one and one in those games, do you think that we are okay, good enough to um to to beat Ohio State? Will well, that give saying, you confidence? I guess is is the better question. Well, and and the thing the thing for me too, it's not that uh, I get more confidence seeing Ohio State lose than I do seeing Michigan win when when we're talking about the Michigan Ohio State matchup. Because when you see Ohio State lose, they give you confidence. Like, okay, they're not fucking unbeatable. Like, they can be beat. So to see them lose this past weekend, that's what gives me more confidence as a Michigan fan to believe that Michigan can win that game. Because otherwise, it's like they're fucking undefeated already going in the game. They already dominated, but you just lost earlier in the season. There's plenty of games more to go. They could lose again. That That's what gives me the confidence that Michigan can actually pull it out this year. Right, because I feel like we've had years where Michigan is a good team, and then we play Ohio State, and for whatever reason, we just can't get over the hump to beat Ohio State, no matter how good Michigan is. So, like, seeing Ohio State lose is definitely the thing that's like, okay, they are vulnerable. Someone can beat them, and the someone isn't Clemson or or something like that, right? Right. I, I agree with that. I think Oregon is like a mid-tier team, right? Um, I think they're pretty damn good this year compared say, to yeah. the past four or so since they're like a Chip up. Kelly. Yeah. Um, but even like Kayvon Thibodeau didn't play. And either yeah. did uh, – what's his name? Um, I don't know. Shoot. I saw Thibodeau on the sideline, though, and I was like, oh, shit. Because, he, I mean, he's their best player. Is it Thibodeau, not Thibodeau? I don't know. All right. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, I love the name though. I love it. I oh, love fucking that. sick. But like for Stroud to throw for 400, he threw it 54 times for 484 yards and three TDs and they lost. Like they, they could not run the ball for, they had, um, Mayan Williams went 14 carries for 77 yards. That's not terrible. It's not no, good, no, no. but like, it's an average of five and a half a carry. And then yeah, Travion that's Henderson, pretty good. What? I'd say that's pretty good. Travion Henderson went 12 for, for 54. Like, it's weird I, to I don't not know. see they Ohio just, State running back run for over 100 yards, though. That, that's true. Usually, I mean, most of the time they have 200-yard rushers. Right. right. But they had 300-yard receivers yesterday and still lost. Like, that's Jesus. crazy. Um. What so what gives me hope there, I guess, is Ohio State's defense, I think, stinks. And 
I, I mean, to give up 35 there, well, what, what we had said it, it didn't matter if they gave up 35, if they could score 50 and they just couldn't right. score 50 yesterday. That was, that's their game plan. We can give up as many as we need to, but we're going to score more than you. And they just didn't do it yesterday. Um, I, I think Stroud is decent. I don't think he's great. Um, I don't know. I, I it's it's week two, and they are for sure going to get better. And I'm sure by week twelve, they're going to be incredible. But I think this is somewhat of a suspect Ohio State team. Good. That's that's what we need. That's what we need. I don't know if I agree with uh, uh, Stroud being good, not great. I I mean. You said it. He threw for 400 fucking yards, right? Um, we threw for 40. <laughs> right, right. Let's remind ourselves of that. Yeah, shit. When, you think, when you put it that way, Fuck that man, doesn't hey, man. I mean, yeah, he's still – his completion percentage was 64%, almost 500 yards, average of nine yards a toss. Yeah, he TDs, stinks. One pick. He stinks. Three, three TDs and one pick, and the one pick was uh, 10 the game. So, I mean – He's still pretty damn good. I think he's still pretty fucking, pretty fucking good. And that's something to be concerned about. Just let us have this. Yeah, whatever. Dude. I know. I'm You're sorry. I'm sorry. Crazy. I just got to fucking. <laughs> I'm talking crazy. Leave your logic at home. <laughs> hey, I'll uh, say this. Fuck. I just looked up Wisconsin too. So I was going to kind of go around the Big Ten here and we'll, we'll talk about some of the other games. Wisconsin be Eastern uh, 34-7. They Did had... you guys see that run? that that running back had he looked no, like a clone of jonathan taylor big fucking dude and he had like breakaway speed at least like for the one run that i saw though. i was like what the fuck are they, are they building these guys in a fucking lab and then shipping them off to wisconsin <laughs> this kid you gotta you gotta find the clip if you haven't seen it chez malusi maybe whoa number six that's their like new guy i think 20 carries right. for 144 yards um must be him. Graham Mertz, though, 14 for 17 for 141. Uh, he must have played well because last week against Penn State, he did not look good. Not at all. Not look good. I expected um, Graham Mertz to be one of the better QBs in the Big Ten this year. I couldn't agree more. Um, I don't know. I was I was not that impressed with him against Penn State, um, which what they did this weekend um, – so they beat Ball State 44-13. Uh, Clifford went 21 for 29 for 230. They didn't really have a decent – they had a bunch of people. How was Sean Clifford – let me ask you this. Mm. He's, like, the least athletic-looking guy, and somehow he's this, like, rushing quarterback. He's, like, a dual-threat guy. He went 21 <laughs> for 29 for 230 for passing, but then also went 11 carries for 66 yards. In a touchdown, like, are they run them? Wow, yeah, I don't. He was a third I... leading rusher. They had uh, Noah Kane went twenty for sixty nine yards, and then Kevin uh, Kevon Lee eight eight carries for sixty eight yards too. Um, hmm. How about how about Iowa Iowa State? Soup man, soup man, soup man can't beat Iowa. Can't beat Iowa. Can't beat his rival. He's he's just Jim Harbaugh. That's all he is. Two point Two point maybe maybe zero point five. You know we don't know. <laughs> maybe he's going the other way. Yeah. This yeah. the soup man crowd was quiet on Twitter yesterday. I'll say that. I know. 
I know. I kind of wanted to try to filter through and see if they were putting anything out there, but I didn't see a not a great lot. day for them. Not a great day for them. I didn't and I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit on the soup train at the end of last season. I'm back on the hardball train, obviously. I'm not against. I'm not against the soup train. No, I want him to do well. I want Matt Campbell to do well. I I wouldn't like if the scenario is correct. I I wouldn't mind him at Michigan, Um, but I think there's definitely like a following that is like, hey, he's you know the end all be all, and I'm not so sure he's there. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not so sure he's there. Um, I do think he. I think he does really well at Iowa State, which is like three-star type of program. A lot of people do really well at those programs, but then can't do it at the top-level programs where you're supposed to bring in five stars. I I think that he's like a blue-collar guy that gets like – he's like a D'Antonio. I was going to say, yeah. You know, Mike D'Antonio, shout out Cox by 90. We got to get him back on the pod. Mike D'Antonio, yeah. (laughs) uh yeah but i mean let's see yeah iowa state so they had two did brock purdy get hurt oh i don't know they had a brock purdy went 13 for 27 for 138 then hunter deckers went 11 for 16 for 114 what happened there a lot of it's a lot of passes for um not a blowout game yeah, it's 20. Well, they only scored seven. Are they splitting reps? Yeah. Um, hmm. Who knows? Um, all right. Well, we'll figure that out, I guess. Hmm. All right. The first tweet that comes up is breaking. Brock Purdy is out of the game with a bruised ego. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's a good one. They benched him. They benched Brock Purdy. What? Wow. wow. Holy shit. All right. Mm. I didn't see that game, so that's kind of crazy. Um, all right, but, I, I mean, the question there is obviously, you know, Iowa State, we want to talk about soup, man. Iowa Hawkeyes, the fifth best team in the country? I know. They're ranked ahead of Clemson. Yeah. I don't think they're that good. I mean, I, I haven't watched them. I haven't watched them, so I don't know. But, I mean, they, they killed Indiana, who we thought was going to be pretty good, and then they beat whoever they beat this week. I mean, they're 2-0 and with at least one good win. It's early. Or what's supposed to be a good win. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens as it plays out. But, I mean, Iowa's been undefeated before. They, they have, like, random good teams, you know, every now and again. Every now and again. But I mean, they're always, what, a 9-3 like... program that has – 11 and one every, you know, eight years or something. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Uh, Illinois got their shit rocked by Virginia. Love to see it. Um, Brett Bielema is struggling. Um, struggling, struggling. Northwestern beat Indiana State 24 to six. Uh, Minnesota barely beat Miami of Ohio 36 21. Mm. Sorry, 31 26. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard this, but Ohio State lost to Oregon 35-28. Did you guys hear that? Oh, shit. Damn, I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah, I know. It's a real bummer. Real bummer. <laughs> Made, money like Made money CJ on that game, too. Made money on that CJ Stroud sucks. Yeah, I heard CJ Stroud's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rutgers beat Syracuse 17-7. 
Put about, Rutgers in the poll. Put Rutgers in the poll. I want a top 25 rank Rutgers, that week. Cowards. Yeah. <laughs> um, Notre Dame almost lost to Toledo. Ooh, this just in. Andrew Vistardis has partnered with It's Just Wings official for the season. Hell yeah. Good for I him. I love It's Just Wings. That's where I order off DoorDash, man. The curly fries, the wings. That's incredible. Good for him. Lo- love that. Get your money, dog. That's right, baby. Um, yeah, so Notre Dame barely beats the Rockets of Toledo. I mean, that's w- good for Toledo, but Notre Dame a little sus, maybe. Very uh, sus. Purdue beat Connecticut 49 nothing. UConn, just not a football school. Maybe they should shut down the program. Yeah, they really need to. Uh, Penn State did beat Ball State 44-13. Nebraska beats Buffalo 28-3. Let's see here. Going through the scores. Arkansas beat the shit out of Texas, by the way. 40-21. Texas is not back. Woo pig suey. (laughs) Not back. Um... I think that's everybody. Indiana beat Idaho by quite a bit. I think that's all we got here. Did Maryland play? Did I miss Maryland? Mm. I mean, they had to have played. I don't know. They're irrelevant. Who gives a shit? <laughs> totally. You talk about Sparty. Sparty beat Youngstown State. Sparty, Sparty is making me more nervous by the week. I'll say that. I, I don't want to admit that but I have to admit that um, their rushing game is pretty damn good. I mean, I don't think, I think Youngstown state is terrible, but I also think that like we all expected to Sparty to be just really bad and they're like a decent ball club. And so going into Spartan stadium this year, I think is not going to be a fun test for Jim Harbaugh is all I'm going to say. But it's absolutely still a must-win game. Like, leave him any else. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Might have to do the uh, Blue by 90 traveling tailgate. I, I'm i all in on that. All in on Let's that. Do it. Let's get a with... school bus. Paint it blue. Get the Blue by 90 logo on the side of it. Travel. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. We'll get a short bus. We'll go see our, <laughs> our Spartan brethren. Spartan friends. We got we got enough friends out there. Yeah, it'll be a fun yeah, little time. For sure. For sure. Um, and it'll be great as long as we win. And if we lose, then I'll throw a temper tantrum. So yep. it'll be perfect. Yep. And I'll never talk to any of them again. Yep. Um, super rational guy over here. Yes. So yes. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, well, you know, fun weekend. This was, I mean, this was just like it, it felt like. Michigan and the big house was fully back. I felt like we, you know, we probably could have said that last week, but man, that was just an electric environment. I, I had a ton of, a ton of fun, probably a little too much fun. Some would say, um, but I know 110,000 Mr. Brightside, by the way, electric, electric, anybody that doesn't like Mr. Brightside suck it. I'm sorry. I'll be honest with you. From our section where we were sitting, it didn't sound as loud. So I don't know if that's just where we were at was weird because I saw other videos where it sounded louder. So I don't 
I don't know if it was just the acoustics of the stadium or what it was, but uh, when it, when it's not played right at the end of the third quarter, it throws me off. I'll tell you that. I think that might be uh, the issue. But obviously, like you said earlier, they've got other stuff they got to fit in. So, yeah. Uh, <sighs> no, it was a good time. So, hey, you know what? All in all, here's what here's where we're at. Two and zero. And you want to know the best part about being best part about being two and zero? The chance to go three and zero. So right. there we go. That's a Tom Brady quote, right? Well, we're mm-hmm. go, heading into Northern Illinois this week. It's officially Rocky Lombardi Hate Week, um, and we will uh, we'll talk about that matchup coming up later this week. And yeah, uh, well, actually Wednesday we've got a Red Cup CFB Instagram there uh, account. They're coming on to uh, to chat with us on Wednesday to preview the game. Red Cup College Football. Um, he's got a really good following here on Instagram too. Mm-hmm. Um, so go follow him. We'll have him out uh, on the pod on on Wednesday. Um, go get your Truly. We had we had so much fun at the tailgate with Truly. Um, they they've been awesome for us. Uh, you know, and ha- giving us some uh, some cans and some some fun things to have at the uh, at the tailgate. I I kind of blame them a little bit for me blacking out but um i it couldn't be my fault like who i have to figure out couldn't be me i have to figure out who to blame it on so i blame it on truly but they're good people um good people shout out to them we appreciate you guys uh so this was uh blue by 90 presented by truly you can follow us at blue by 90 on instagram Twitter, Facebook, and Blue by 90 podcast on YouTube. Uh, And we will see you later this week. Go Blue. Go Blue. Go Blue.